Hi everyone and welcome to HR Sound Off, the show created to talk about HR with who better than people in HR. We're going to talk about different topics and we're also going to talk about the many misconceptions that kind of irritate us that people have about our function and what we do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's sound off. Hi everyone. So in the sound booth with me today is Ron Johnson. So Ron is the principal for Blueprint Creative Inc., co-founder of Blueprint Creative. And essentially what Blueprint Creative does is branding. You're going to be asking me this question on the pages. I know it's coming. What does branding have to do with HR? But branding has everything to do with HR. And today we're going to be talking about the branding equation, which is branding plus HR equals branding. And all we're doing is taking that word branding and putting H before before the H, before the R. I can't spell. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So a little background about um, Ron and I. So Ron and I went to school together and we disconnected over time, Mm -hmm. reconnected again through business interests um, and have, I've learned a lot from Ron over the last couple months, years that we've reconnected. Um, And so it really has been a pleasure, not just to reconnect, but also to get to know what Ron is doing for businesses, not only in Barbados, but throughout the Caribbean. And anyone who knows Ron or has seen Ron of late knows that he is never unaccompanied. (laughs) I say that meaning he, he wields one of my favorite tools and anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge Marvel fan. I especially like Thor and Thor wields his hammer millionaire. So um, Ron for the last couple months has been accompanied by this hammer going throughout the region, throughout the world because he's gone as far as Malaysia, um, Mexico, um, talking about this topic of branding and HR and explaining the branding and HR equation. So to bring it a little closer to home, to you guys, Welcome, Ron. Thank you very much, Julie. How are you doing today? I am doing all right. I awesome. feel like I'm a little um, losing it a little bit because no matter what I do, the words are not coming out of my mouth correctly <laughs> this evening, but please forgive me for that. So we are talking about branding plus HR. What is this equation? Before we even get started on that, I just want you to give us a little bit of background on yourself and tell us a little bit how you made this connection with branding and HR. Sure. So... A little bit of background about myself. Yes. Uh, I um, I was born in Barbados, mm-hmm. but I actually spent some time in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. So I spent four years in Trinidad studying biology. Okay. And about six months before I graduated, I realized I do not particularly like biology. Okay. <laughs> so I finished up the degree program, graduated mm-hmm. for a bachelor's in science, and then I went straight and did an MBA program. Uh-huh. Uh, first time ever really immersing myself in a business program. Okay. I liked the experience and I fell in love with the marketing components of the MBA program. Came back to Barbados, was fortunate enough to work with my dad in the printing industry. Okay. 
And from the printing industry, we actually got to interact a lot with marketing firms who would be submitting information to be printed mm-hmm. or advertising agencies, mm-hmm. you know, and that was my first introduction to the world of marketing in a practical way. Okay. So that ended up being a total of six years in China mm-hmm. for, for the undergrad and then two for the MBA program. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, my dad passed away uh, a few years ago and, I, and we just decided that... Um, Myself and two other co-founders, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to start a business. Okay. And we decided to start a business in design. Right. So by design, we mean anything that needed to have a visual expression. Okay. Uh, logos, business cards, annual reports, magazines, mm-hmm. PDF kits, you know, whatever needed to be designed. Okay. That's where we started. And that's my introduction into marketing. Right. On a personal note, I love anything that is citrusy. <laughs> lemon poppy seed cake. Yes, this I know. Um, <laughs> lemon sorbet. Mm-hmm. You know, anything lemony you got me right there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I know um, the lemon the lemon poppy seed cake, especially at Open Kitchen, mm, uh-huh. is to die for. That's a plug for Open Kitchen. Free plug to give, for Open Kitchen. To give... Um, Ron, a free cake, an entire cake, though. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so, this this formula, this right formula that you've come come up with, branding plus HR equals branding. How did you come up with that? Okay, so it was developed over a period of time. Mm-hmm. When we started the design firm, which was Blueprint Creative, right. we started with design Mm -hmm. and but we were very very aggressive in the market and my passion really is business development so while we were working for clients on their advertising campaigns or publications we kind of ended up discussing hey what's your what's your strategy for business or what's your strategy for marketing Mm -hmm. and you know we kind of pushed the limits and gradually we expanded beyond the borders of design as a standalone mm-hmm. entity right. or a standalone element at least mm-hmm. and I kind of realized that a lot of companies in Barbados were very very familiar and very very comfortable with external campaigns mm-hmm. and you know the CEO for instance would say hey we need more customers talk to our marketing department or talk to our agency let them do a campaign mm-hmm. the agency would go do a campaign um, put their heart and soul into the creative. It would work out pretty well. The campaign would bring customers through the door, mm-hmm. but those customers would then meet disengaged employees giving poor service. Right. Those customers would then get frustrated. Um, they'd probably leave without spending as much as they would have wanted to if mm-hmm. they'd gotten a good service. And then, you know, the CEO would say, hey, we need more customers talk to our marketing department or ad agency, do another campaign. So it was kind of this circle, Circle. Mm -hmm. um, this revolving door. And we realized very, very quickly that in order order for us, Blueprint Creative, to do our job, Mm -hmm. which was primarily externally focused, Mm -hmm. the company really needed to have a very good company culture, Mm -hmm. engage employees. Mm -hmm. So that kind of got us thinking Okay, so our job is to develop a strong external brand, but we can't really do a great job unless the company also has an 
strong internal brand. So we gradually kind of nudge our clients to say, hey, listen, we're happy to do this advertising campaign for you, but we suggest that you take a look at your company culture. So we haven't, we had and still have nothing against advertising campaigns. Right. We just feel that if we're gonna put that amount of energy and resources into it, into a campaign that's gonna bring people through the door, right. when they come through the door, they mm-hmm. need to meet engaged team members. Right. So that kind of got us thinking. Mm-hmm. So we knew that we were not HR professionals. Right. Um, we were focused on marketing, advertising, branding, mm-hmm. but we started started to develop, develop relationships with HR professionals. Mm-hmm. And we got a little bit stronger in that advocacy for HR to be involved in branding. Right. And we kept on going and kept on going. And it went from a little nudge to, listen guys, I really do think is a case for mm-hmm. HR to be involved in these conversations mm-hmm. from a training perspective, from an employee engagement perspective, from an employee experience perspective, from a two-way feedback loop type mm-hmm. of perspective. And, you know, I started to kind of write some articles about mm-hmm. why HR should be involved yes. in branding. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't remember exactly the moment the light bulb went off, but right. I think it was in front of my computer and I had the word branding typed up mm-hmm. and I had HR Type up right next to it. It's like if we're gonna mash up, do do a mashup of mm-hmm. you know these two disciplines. Right. What would it look like? Mm-hmm. And I think I realized that branding as a word mm-hmm. and an HR separately, the commonality between them was the R. Yes. So looking at it, I was like, what if I stick this H from HR and put it right here, <laughs> and we go B H R A N D I N G. Like, yeah, that can work. And it was born. And it was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of playing around with it a, a while in terms of this new discipline. Right. And I'd done quite a lot of research mm-hmm. online and mm-hmm. I realized that the trend globally right. was for marketing and HR departments to work more closely yes. together mm-hmm. than they ever have at any other point in history yeah. in business. Mm-hmm. So I was invited to do a workshop in the Cayman Islands. I think it was the Caribbean Tourism Organizations. Uh, tourism HR conference mm-hmm. and you know I had my workshop all set up I right. had plans for it I had the I had the PowerPoint already done mm-hmm. and it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna test this out mm-hmm. so I think the night before I went and stuck in this one single PowerPoint right. slide that wasn't there before okay so we get to the slide have no idea what people are gonna respond I have a slide going branding, B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G, mm-hmm. plus H-R mm-hmm. equals B-H-R-A-N-D-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. So I had that slide up. Right. I started to explain the concept. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, people started to nod their heads in agreement. Um, they seemed to be open to the idea. And it was an HR conference, so the majority of people there were HR. Right. So anyway, we get through the masterclass, which was like a three-hour masterclass. Right. And... People started walking up to me and I said, one guy said, listen, this is exactly what I've been trying to explain to my CEO mm-hmm. for the last 10 years or so. Wow. He said, I wrote this thing down for like 15 times, mm-hmm. B-H-R-A-N-D-I-N-G. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk to my CEO right away about sticking HR into branding. Right. And that's how it was born. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. So what's the response been generally as you talk to um, different organizations, go to different conferences? What has the response been in general towards this concept of branding? It's been very 
positive, mm -hmm. which I am happy for, right. um, but also a little bit relieved mm -hmm. in the sense that I've done an HR listening tour. I just call it this with every HR professional that I had a personal or professional relationship with. Right. And I said, I just want to hear your perspective of where you are right now. Mm -hmm. What is the role of HR in your organization? You know, what do you think HR is doing well? What do you think could do better? Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of HR professionals expressed, unfortunately, that in their organization, HR, the HR department was seen kind of like the policy police. Right. Not very much on the people and culture. Yes. But, of course, um, policies, recruitment, training, that has taken up a lot of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was actually concerned whether I'd have a revolt on my hands mm -hmm. and HR people saying, hey, you want to give us more work mm -hmm. in addition to what we're already doing? Right. That didn't happen. Okay. What happened was that a lot of HR professionals said, this is where I really want to carry yes. um, my department mm -hmm. in the organization. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I do think that our HR department should be involved in conversations about our brand, right. about marketing. Yeah. So the response has been very good. Mm -hmm. We've, since we unveiled it, I've spoken about it in conferences in Miami. Uh, we did two workshops in Orlando. Mm -hmm. uh, we've done workshops in Trinidad, Jamaica, Cayman Islands twice, mm -hmm. uh, Cancun, Mexico, mm -hmm. and as far away as Malaysia. Right. Um, the response has been good. I think it's a universal concept right. of HR being involved mm -hmm. in an organization's conversations with Spring. Right. And I know you mentioned before about the importance of, of organizational culture, not only how it is seen externally, but how it is viewed internally, because that's something that's very critical to the success of any organization. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to HR professionals who are not in that space right now in terms of having those conversations with <laughs> leadership? Right. Okay, so... I'll, I'll relate to you a true story okay. of what happened. So while I was doing the listening tour I told you about, mm -hmm. I reached out to an HR professional in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. And she had recently been snatched up by another company to be the CEO. Mm -hmm. So I called her up on Skype and you know, I said, I'm doing this listening tour. And I hear a lot of HR professionals saying, you know, they're not as involved as they would like to be in people and culture. Uh, in terms of being involved in a conversation about strategy or marketing or branding. Mm -hmm. And I really thought that I would have gotten a sympathetic ear from her. Right. Now, bear in mind, this is Skype. I can see her facial reactions. Yes. She just started to like roll her eyes mm -hmm. and kind of like sigh and, you know, kind of shake her head. Mm -hmm. So I was a little bit shocked. I right. thought she would be more supportive. So mm -hmm. I, said, I said that you don't agree that HR should be. She said, no, 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 no. The HR should be. I'm just tired of hearing... HR professionals complain and gripe about that scenario. She said, I was facing that with that scenario um, where I used to work and HR wasn't involved in the conversations about strategy. We did not have a seat at a strategy table. Mm -hmm. And then she said, so what I did, I literally dragged a chair from across the hall and put HR at the seat mm -hmm. of the strategy table. Mm -hmm. and I think she meant that figuratively and literally because yes. I, I can actually picture her dragging, dragging a chair across <laughs> you know, the hall and yes. also figuratively. Right. And she started to make contributions. She told me that after a while, you know, the CEO 
without starting a meeting before HR being present. Mm-hmm. So certainly I can't advocate for every single person to do that. That was her right. personality. Yes. That was the culture mm-hmm. in her organization. Mm-hmm. She probably knew that the CEO um, would not have, um, you know, disciplined her or kicked her right. fuss for her doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think what she, the point she's trying to make is that as HR professionals, people need to be a little bit more assertive and saying to the CEO, to marketing, to branding, mm-hmm. we can contribute. Because if you follow the thought process, right, and most most progressive companies across the world, you will hear statements like, brands are built from the inside, mm-hmm. not the outside. Correct. Now, if brands are built from the inside, mm-hmm. the team most likely to contribute to the internal branding mm-hmm. would most likely be HR, right? right? Yeah. So. If you follow that thinking, brands are built from the inside out. Mm-hmm. It means that HR professionals are by default branding professionals, right. even if it doesn't say that on their business cards. Right. So basically what we're advocating for is for HR to be a part of every organization's conversations when it comes to marketing, branding, mm-hmm. strategy, etc. Yeah. And it makes perfect sense that that should be the case because with HR people being the people who are, we're the gatekeepers, really. Yeah. You know, we're the first point of contact for every potential employee coming into the organization. And like like I said before, you know, to different people on different forms, I know when we are, when, when there's a recruiting drive, whether the hiring manager is involved or not, the mm-hmm. first person a candidate Googles is the HR person, Mm -hmm. the person who's made that point of contact. Mm -hmm. My LinkedIn profile is full of people viewing my profile who are either candidates or, you know, potential candidates who are looking to work for our organization who literally research me. So it's it's already set that I should be the person that people know, like, and trust Mm -hmm. before they come into the organization. How do we get that point across to HR professionals that their personal brand is key to the success of their, not only their role, but the organization? Yeah, I think to answer that question, the the way that I would approach it really would be having a larger conversation about branding Mm -hmm. and tackle the personal branding as part of that overall conversation. Mm -hmm. I... To this day, when I've been speaking about the branding equation, you know, I haven't come across any HR professionals that have come and say, hey, I disagree with you. Right. You know, HR and branding should be separate. Mm-hmm. Most people are open to the concept, but unfortunately, a lot of HR professionals aren't trained in marketing or branding. Right. I suspect we're going to see that change over the next decade or so. Yes. Anyway. So once you have an HR team or department that is educated and empowered, and understands what brand it is. I think a personal branding is going to fall nicely as part of that mm-hmm. overall transformation for the HR department. In the meantime, what can I do to better my personal brand? Mm-hmm. What recommendations would you make to HR professionals out there where they could get quick wins? Okay, so to make it easy, let's let's stick with a very basic definition of branding. Mm-hmm. So your brand is simply what people think and feel about you. Mm-hmm. Branding is pretty much anything at all that influences the way people think about you, your products and your services. Mm-hmm. Anything at all. So when you take it down to that, um, those 
basic terms. People do business for others they know, like, and trust. Right. Then, your light is kind of going to go on. Mm -hmm. What can I, as an individual, do to be more known, more liked, and more trusted? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to talk about individual personal brands, I think everyone's going to be... They don't have to take a look at their personal brands and define and decide what they're comfortable with. There's right. some people who are more extroverted. There's some people who are more introverted. Yes, There's that some, would be me. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so let's take you as an example. Mm -hmm. This podcast of itself mm -hmm. is actually helping you build your personal and professional brand. Yes. But for other people, it may not be a podcast. Right. For other people, it may be writing an article on LinkedIn. Uh, for other people, it may be updating their LinkedIn profile right. um, to make sure it's up to date mm -hmm. and has all their skill sets there. Mm -hmm. I think it's good. So I think like things like LinkedIn, social media, those are quick wins. Right. However, if you take a look at the young lady I spoke about earlier mm -hmm. from Trainad, mm -hmm. her way of building her brand was literally taking a chair and dragging it across the, the table. organization to yes. strategy table. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, she immediately changed her brand mm -hmm. because her CEO or her colleagues were like, okay, this person is not going to be content to have a conversation only about, you know, employment or contract negotiations. Right. She's going to, she has already changed her brand by being here and saying, I'm going to be sitting down at a strategy table right. and I'm not moving. Yes. So I think everyone's going to have to take a look at, you know, what works for them as an individual and what works for them as part of a larger organization. Right. I think that's very good advice. So we've talked about branding. Right. I want to talk a little bit about Blueprint Creative mm -hmm. and the the reputation, the culture that you have built at Blueprint Creative mm -hmm. because I think that it's one of those organizations that um, if you don't know about the organization, looking at how you guys operate in terms of how you treat your staff and how you handle staff engagement and those kind of things. It kind of contributes to the accolades that you've been able to achieve as an organization. So for those of you who don't know, um, Blueprint Creative is actually a three-time award winner of the Barbados Best Employers Award. Um, which means in the medium category, correct? Small category. Small category. In the small category. Um, growing to medium, I know they're going to get there. Um, so tell us a little bit about your culture and what you did to create such a, a, a feeling of, of belonging, alignment, agility within your organization. I would say it was a process. Uh, the first time we entered Barbados' Best Employers Awards, we um, didn't even make the final, uh, final cut. Right. What we did though is that we and it's a great program. I would encourage every single organization in Barbados, private or set, private or public, to get involved. Mm -hmm. And when you go through that program, the organizers come back and they give you a report, and it shows you where you're doing well and where you're not doing so well. Right. So the program really is has multiple phases. Mm -hmm. um, first, they come in and talk to you about importance of HR, etc. They encourage you to join the program. Mm -hmm. Once you get on board, then all of your team members or employees um, are required to fill in a an anonymous survey mm -hmm. with some very deep and some very tough questions. Yeah. It's anonymous, the leaders of the organization never get to see it. Right. So people can feel very free about speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. Then uh, the Barbara Best Empires 
organizers to come back and then they meet with the leaders of the organization mm-hmm. for a follow-up conversation. Mm-hmm. And then they have a team of impartial judges that reviews all the information and then they make a decision. So one of the things that really helped us was looking at where, looking at the report, first of all, figuring out where we were strong, figuring out where we needed to improve and actually taking action. Mm-hmm. Um, another, in terms of the alignment itself, uh, I think uh, going through the process of articulating and documenting our purpose mm-hmm. helped a lot. So our purpose is to inspire growth. Right. So that means, yes, if our clients, but also if our team members mm-hmm. and the community at large. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way to get alignment was when we articulated and documented our core values. Right. So our core values are designed or have been designed to be very action oriented. Mm-hmm. So one of our core values is to have fun with a smidgen of craziness. Mm-hmm. That's a core value. That's a core value. That's a core value. I like it. So fun is part of our culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we celebrate everyone's birthday for the mini birthday party. Mm-hmm. We have uh, silly games that we play. I've been pranked several times. So <laughs> so don't, don't hold this against me, but mm-hmm. I am a self-admitted Scrooge. Okay. Uh, possibly because I'm born just a couple of days before Christmas. Um, <laughs> As a kid, I would get one gift for Christmas and my birthday. So, you know, my, my team knows I don't particularly um, get into Christmas spirit easily. Mm-hmm. So they pranked me up two or three times. Um, okay. One year I came into the office and my entire office was Christmas wrapped. The <laughs> chair, the laptop, the screen, a gift wrap, gift wrap, Christmas paper, windows <laughs> were wall-to-wall um the windows paper. yeah everything what a bookshelf um they your had staple machine everything <laughs> everything um the ac was on freezing to kind of um give that winter no. feeling mm-hmm. they hid a a, a a radio in a bookcase mm-hmm. and playing christmas music oh no yeah, they got me on camera and yeah. So. I want to see that footage. Whoever um, has that can share it with me. I want to see it. But it got worse. It got worse? The next year, I'm in my office at Christmas and I'm hearing Christmas music. And I ignore it for a couple of times. And they're like, Who, who's playing this Christmas music long enough for me to, to hear, hear it? Mm-hmm. So I go outside, there's no Christmas music playing. Okay, come back inside. There's Christmas music playing. This goes on for a couple of hours and it started to be crazy. No one seems to know where Christmas music is coming from. Long story short, my team took a cell phone, changed the ringtone to Christmas music, and took turns calling and texting it. And every time they'd call, because the ringtone had been changed Christmas music, right. and there's Christmas music, and it was in my office, in the roof. So they hit it in the roof. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So that's one of our So they got values. you good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fun and crazy. But I think mm-hmm. the thing though is that um, if you focus only on fun, being happy doesn't mean engaged. Right. So another of our core values is to learn something new every single day. Mm-hmm. We go out of our way to hire people who want to learn. Yes. Not only to please the organization mm-hmm. that they're employed with, but because it's in their DNA to learn. Right. So learn something new every single day. We have a uh, a library of our own 300 books on business yes, branding. Yes, I have seen marketing. this library. Yeah. I have borrowed books from yes. this library. You know, and mm-hmm. it's free for our team members. They're encouraged yes. to pick books. Um, mm-hmm. We give them access to platforms like um, 
but I was limited to that kind of at one point in time, starting and learning. Right. And you try to learn as much as you can from each other. Right. So having core values, mm-hmm. I think, really does help. Yeah. Uh, the third core value we have is look out for each other. Mm-hmm. So our team members think from a very team-oriented perspective mm-hmm. as opposed to an individual perspective. Right. And they go through their way to help each other and help the client, etc. So mm-hmm. I think if you're looking for alignment, mm-hmm. the big three would be define your purpose. Why why do you exist as a company? Mm-hmm. As Simon Sinek says, one of my favorite authors, um, start with why. Right. If you don't know why you're in business, you simply cannot um, inspire people or recruit people right. to your organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second area for alignment, I would definitely say things like having a vision. Mm-hmm. If vivid vision, mm-hmm. not the vision that you have on the wall that right. no one knows what it means or it shows up in your annual reports. Mm-hmm. A, vivid, a vivid vision that people know what you're working towards. Right. And the third thing uh, would be core values. Those are my big three. Yeah. Um, purpose, vivid it's- vision. Um, core, core value. So if you want to take a look at how to develop a vivid, a vivid vision, take a look at the book by the same name. I think his name is Cameron Held Harold. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. But okay. you, check that. you can probably put it in your notes in the podcast. But do check out Vivid Vision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should also check out, for growing companies, there's a great book called um, Let Go to Grow by right. Doug and Polly White. Mm-hmm. Um, First time I read that book, the first chapter, I felt as if the authors were speaking to me personally. Right. But it looked down, I looked around for hidden cameras. I swear these people are talking to me. They right. described everything that was going wrong with the organization at that point in time. Right. Um, you know, having to learn how to let go, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, if you're looking for an organization that takes core values in a very practical way, Zappos.com yes. and their CEO, mm-hmm. Tony Shea. Mm-hmm. You know, read his book, Delivering Happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, go online, look yes. for videos of him speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're looking to build an organization where people are aligned, mm-hmm. um, you know, and a lot of these resources really are free mm-hmm. or semi-free. I mean, yes. if you're going to buy the book like I do, I, mm-hmm. I prefer to buy books because yes. I like to highlight. It's a highlight. Yes. 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 So, yes. This one I'm reading right now is highlights all over and sticky page, sticky yeah. notes. I'm old school. I just, I have to have a book in my hand. Right. Yeah. I'm not really a audio book or a I started e-book. To, I started to, to actually download some audio books now. Mm-hmm. There's some that I still prefer hard copy, but there's still some, I think the content is enough for me to listen and absorb it. Yes. Then there are others that's a little bit heavier that I know I want to take some time to highlight. To read it and yeah, highlight so, it. Yeah. So I think your question was really about alignment. Yeah. So, again, those big three. Mm-hmm. But every organization is going to have to figure out how to have internal alignment, mm-hmm. but also have alignment between their internal and external. Yeah. So, let, let's go back for a minute to the brand equation. Mm-hmm. If you go online, you're going to find a few references to companies who are doing this. Mm-hmm. Pizza UK has one person responsible for marketing at HR. And when you read her background story, it wasn't like Pizza UK was trying to save money by having one person kind of work portfolios. Mm-hmm. The thought process there is that we can't treat customers a certain way and treat our team members and employees differently. Different way. Yeah. If you take a look at Airbnb, mm-hmm. you know, they have a fantastic story where their head of HR came in and, and he looked around at the organization and 
they had an entire department for customer experience. Mm -hmm. He said, if we're going to have a department for customer experience, we have to have a department for employee experience. Right. And that's what they did. Mm -hmm. So that employee experience department wasn't just HR, but they had influences of marketing mm -hmm. inside there, influences from the cross-section, all the cross-section across the organization. So when we, we were talking about brand equation, um, Blueprint is certainly not trying to say that we invented the trend. Right. This is what is happening. And this is right where now. we need to go. And this is where we, where we need to go. Right. Um, I was in Jamaica for their HR association where they did a workshop down there. And mm -hmm. after my workshop, you know, I was seated at a table mm -hmm. with a few HR professionals. And this lady took out her business card and she was so proud that she gave her business card. Her mm -hmm. business card said director for HR and marketing. Mm -hmm. So these things are happening, happening in the wild, if you want to call it that. Yeah. These things are happening. Yes. And I believe more and more it will be the default position. Right. Even if people don't fully integrate into departments. So I right. think what's going to happen in the future is that there's going to be better communication mm -hmm. all around. And linkages. Yeah. So HR sure. is in the dark what's yes. happening with, with marketing. Right. Because when you look at it, both, both, working, both departments, mm -hmm. They can feed off of each other. Yes, they can. Certainly, professionals in marketing, branding, like mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. we can't do a good job mm -hmm. if HR isn't involved in the conversation. Right. Um, so many, so many examples up there of organizations that have a great visual brand. Right. But not so much internal. The internal. Yeah. You know, and after a while, you know. How you behave on the inside is going to show up in terms of how you behave on the outside. Okay. Absolutely. It's, it's, there's no so, any inconsistency in your brand is temporary. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is you can hire the best ad agency in the world to do great a great website brochures, uh, advertising campaigns, but the inconsistency of having a weak brand inside mm -hmm. eventually that's gonna show up on the outside. Yes. Yeah. It's gonna as we get um more and more technologically advanced mm -hmm. as more and more people start blogs. Mm -hmm. um, anyone with a cell phone now can have, you know, hundreds, thousands or hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm -hmm. And when they complain about the data they had at work yeah. or the poor company culture, mm -hmm. eventually that's really going to take a toll yeah. on the external brand. I think for us in the Caribbean, that's something that we really need to take serious note of. As you think of websites like Indeed and Glassdoor, mm -hmm. where people are already mm -hmm. setting the tone for what an organization's yeah. reputation looks like, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be key because as soon as we, as a Caribbean people, start to voice in those forums, mm -hmm. then people are going to yeah. look and it's going to look completely different in oh. terms of how organizations are perceived. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So that's something that you know, we really need to be very careful of. Mm -hmm. Now, in terms of your speaking engagements, I know you speak a lot about branding, but I also know you speak at Disrupt HR. Yes. So Disrupt HR is like my, becoming fast, my second love in life. Mm -hmm. um, after my podcast, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so tell us about your experience with Disrupt HR, what made you decide to speak at, at the event and uh, when we can look forward to hearing you again at another Disrupt HR. Sure. 
So the first time I came across this rock HR was in Cayman. Mm -hmm. um, I just got accepted to do a workshop at their CISHRP, which is Cayman Island Society of Human Resource Professionals. Mm -hmm. So the workshop that I was to give, I think it was like an hour approximately. Right. And then the organizers came back and said, hey, would you like uh, a second opportunity to present? I said, yeah, sure. He said, great, we have this thing called Disrupt HR. I was like, that sounds good. Uh, it's going to be five minutes long. Okay, mm -hmm. sounds interesting. I wish you could see Ron's face yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is sometimes developing a five-minute workshop mm -hmm. is actually harder than, than an executing an hour workshop. Absolutely. Because you've got to be on point. Mm -hmm. So I said, five minutes, sure, I can do that. And they're like, by the way... <laughs> The slides, constraints. Yeah, there's some constraints. So basically, you're going to have 20, 20 slides? 20 slides. 20 slides and 20 slides, exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can do that. And your slides are going to be shifting automatically every 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. I see. So let me understand this. I'm, I'm going to be asked to present on topic for five minutes. Mm -hmm. I have 20 slides. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to have any control when the slides change. I'm not going to have a clicker in my hand. No. That is correct. Oh, <laughs> so I say, what the heck not? So I do it, mm -hmm. and because you don't have a clicker in your hand, basically you've turned your slides over ahead of time. Yes, and from the time you say go, you you go. You go. If you decide to wax eloquent and speak too much, mm -hmm. your slide goes on my fault. You exactly, and you have to be like down to. Probably have a, a margin of error for five seconds mm -hmm. because when you see that slide turn and you're not ready for the content on that slide, you're it kind of makes you go yeah. off balance. Yes. Anyway, so the actually do this thing. I did it. I am literally practicing up to like night before, mm -hmm. timing myself, mm -hmm. shaving off examples, mm -hmm. adding things in, and it was a, it was a really good experience. It was a challenge, mm -hmm. but things got even more bizarre. <laughs> Because the the MC mm -hmm. for the disrupt HR came in, uh -huh. he on his own. I don't think this is a plan by the HR association. Right. He decided he's going to make it even more difficult, and he asked the audience to volunteer famous quotes from movies mm -hmm. and each presenter then had to find a way on the spot to use that particular quote, quote from a movie and uh -huh. work it in Within a scene. Within the presentation? Yeah. Wow. What was yours? Mine, I think mine was um, <laughs> from Austin Powers who uh -huh. says, yeah, baby. Uh -huh. So I had to figure out how oh. I'm going to put yeah, baby into my Disrupt HR presentation. Wow. Hmm. But fortunately for me, my I think my workshop, my Disrupt HR session was called Branding um, HR Sitting, Sitting in a Tree. tree. Yes. So I ended it by actually saying Branding and HR Sitting in a Tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I found a way to work that in. Okay. Uh, some others weren't that fortunate. Oh, but, no. Um, yeah, it was good fun. Mm -hmm. It was good fun. I think that anyone who wants to experience a challenge mm -hmm. in their presentation skills, mm -hmm. I would say sign up for it yeah. because, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a really great concept. Mm -hmm. um, 
for disrupt HR, it means that people have no choice but to stick to their allotted time. Right. They can't go off track. They can't push the schedule back by five or ten minutes. No, you have five minutes and five minutes only. Right. For the audience, they think it's a phenomenal opportunity to come to one evening mm-hmm. and hear a range of different topics. Mm-hmm. Each five minute segments, each it's kind of like a crash course. You yes. know what I mean? So it's like speed dating, but yeah, speed learning. Exactly. Yes. So you know, I would encourage anyone to, if they have the opportunity to go to disrupt HR session do it mm-hmm. and also because the content is it's supposed to be disruption right so the organizers tend to find speakers who whose um ideas and concepts are disruptive in nature yeah so you're probably if you go there you're probably going to hear some of the more um disruptive concepts mm-hmm. um on the cutting edge yes. of thinking for hr i would say go for it yeah okay so when are we going to hear you again <laughs> um i believe Disrupt HR Barbados. That's right. That's coming up pretty soon, isn't it? Yes, it is. March 24th, 2020. I do believe. I I do believe you are speaking there. I do believe I'm speaking there as well. Yes. So, you know, getting my presentation ready, hoping Mm -hmm. that the I can live up to your very high standards. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you'll be just fine. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Mm -hmm. And I do know that there are a lot of people in the Caribbean who have disruptive ideas related to HR and mm-hmm. beyond. Yes. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing who else is going to be on that speaker's list because I will be there to hear them. All right. That sounds good to me. And as we close out, can you tell me one of your major um, pet peeves with regards to how people may have misconceptions about HR. What is one thing that you think people misunderstand about HR as a profession? Yeah, I think this may sound redundant. I mentioned it already, but mm-hmm. that HR are policy police. Right. That HR, they're simply there to keep you in line, um, that they're going to be on your case if you show up five minutes late or if you break the dress code or, you know, they're just there for contract. Mm-hmm. negotiation. I think mm-hmm. that model of HR is passing and now that we're moving on to HR 4.0 where you're having so much more technology, yes. you know, everything from artificial intelligence mm-hmm. and the things that would have fallen under maybe the umbrella of policy police or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of that stuff is being handled automatically, automated systems, Correct. technology, Chatbots, AI, absolutely. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, what it means then is that HR now has more time, freed up more time mm-hmm. if people are using 4.0, HR mm-hmm. 4.0 well, mm-hmm. to actually focus on, you know, the people and culture. Yes. And if you take a look at, again, going back to your brand equation, if you mm-hmm. picture, if you picture like a Venn diagram, two circles intersecting, mm-hmm. there are areas that are common interests between both mm-hmm. branding, marketing, mm-hmm. and, and HR. Right. And if, both parties can figure out a way to work together mm-hmm. as opposed to in silos where no one knows what's happening right. across the hall. Mm-hmm. You know, I think organizations are, are really, really, really going to improve their productivity, mm-hmm. improve their internal communications. Mm-hmm. I was reading a, an interesting case study. I don't recall the name of the doctor offhand, right. but this is during the early days of modern medicine Mm -hmm. and you know hospitals across the world were 
having challenges. There's there's a lot of infant, infant mortality. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of deaths of pregnant women. Right. They couldn't figure out what it was right. at all. And there was this doctor that had a hypothesis mm-hmm. um, that if doctors wash their hands between um, patients, right. they cut down on this mortality. Mm-hmm. Because what, what was happening was that apparently doctors were attending to corpses, deal with their bodies, mm-hmm. autopsies, etc., mm-hmm. not washing their hands, right. and then going and delivering babies. Mm. And this doctor said, hey, you wash your hands, antiseptic, etc. And people are like, what is, at that time, it was a crazy concept. Mm-hmm. No, in modern medicine, you're not going to have a scenario like that right. happening because yes. of the educational process. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I see for the future of HR sure. and branding. Okay. I think that in 10 years, mm-hmm. brand professionals are going to say, can you believe there's a time back in 2019, 2020, where we didn't talk to HR mm-hmm. about our branding plans? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that HR would be the same thing. Can you imagine there was a time back in 2017, 2021, where we didn't talk to marketing about what we're doing in, in, brand, in mm-hmm. HR? It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing for the future. Yes. And if that is the future of the two departments of HR, mm-hmm. um, marketing, brand working together, mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of exciting times ahead where companies just going to have this great sense of synergy by destroying silos and just basically working together. Yeah, it sounds like the future is looking very bright for both marketing and HR. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thank you for having me. I am sure that our audience are very happy to have heard this discussion. And I am sure that this is not going to be the last time. No, and if you want to check me out, again. Yes. if you want to check me out online, um, my handles are at Ron Johnson BB. Mm-hmm. So you can find me on LinkedIn. That's mm-hmm. where I hang out most. Yeah. Um, I'm also on Instagram mm-hmm. and also on Twitter. Yes. So you can find me there, or if you want to contact me directly through Blueprint BlueprintCreativeInc.com, and you know you'll see a list of what we do. That's right. And for those articles that Ron was talking about on Mm. LinkedIn, he actually has six articles on branding on LinkedIn, along with the other host of articles that he has written there as well. So if you want to get some more information on branding, you can check out his articles there. And with that brings us to the end of our show. That's all we have time for in the sound booth today. Thank you for joining us on HR Sound Off. You can find me at Julie Turney 3 on Instagram, Julie Turney on LinkedIn, Julie Turney 2 on Twitter. If you have any questions that you want us to answer, drop us a line at hrsoundoff at gmail.com and we'll be sure to answer your questions within our shows. You can also find us on CastBox and SoundCloud for now. Thank you for tuning in and join us again when we next sound off.